Welcome back, Rage Nation. Got myself Pete here. That's yeah. not really exciting. You got Senior Dixon. I don't think that's appropriate. And you got Monsieur Leopard. Explorers deserved it. No. Absolutely. I was disgusted. I cannot believe they've done this. Why is wacky? Why is that good? It's just nonsense. I disagree on that. That's not possible. <laughs> We're getting the band back together. We're on a mission. Yeah. Now, now we've got a whole new list of things to complain about. Welcome back, Rage Nation. We are at it again. We got myself, Pete, and we decided to go international again. We got uh, at least two thirds of the, the Harlefo crew with us. We got Chris and Courtney on with us. Hello. I like the two finger guns you did just for the podcast there, Courtney. Yeah. <laughs> no one can see it, but. Yeah, it's, you know, I liked it, you know. I thought, uh, I thought it was a good uh, moment to do that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we got you guys on because you were able to witness and, you know, see the UK Nationals. And I I heard you guys talking about it and just kind of the the huge amount of interest in that because I think there was something of, of like what 90 players at that tournament yeah it was it, yeah I think it was about was it like I think it's like 96 it was going to be 100 but a couple of people unfortunately had to drop yeah out. yeah so I think it was around about 96 which is I'll be honest with you I've not seen a lot of that many people at a time before. No, no um so that was quite uh, a new thing for me so that was pretty good um yeah I've not seen a lot I've not, I've not seen that many people at a tournament before so it, it was really nice um I think the most we we usually go to is usually about I don't know Chris would you say about twenty thirty or something like that yeah the ones like at, that. Um, in in Stockport in Manchester about thirty odd I think thirty six the last one yeah, we so, went to which is so ninety six was a big big leap up from that so yeah <laughs> yeah I was gonna say the the biggest that's the biggest Malifaux tournament I've seen in person event so that was really really cool to see the biggest one I've been to so far has been right about at that thirty six mark I think. That's pretty standard for like a lot of cons and stuff. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we're just going to talk about that, talk about how it was kind of run, some things that you guys liked. We're going to talk about how uh, Courtney jumped on the crack train with Plane Bayou. So we'll uh, <laughs> we'll get into that because last time you guys were on, Courtney had some not so nice things to say about yeah. Bayou. Yeah. So before we get into that, though, make sure that you guys are checking us out. You can do that on Twitter. We got the Discord channel. Uh, definitely a lot popping off on the Discord channel lately because that last episode I recorded, there are some people that were like, I don't know if we should balance the game that way. And then other people were like, yeah, I think we do need to balance the game certain ways because Malifaux is a complex game. We all know that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah definitely. So, but you can also check us out on YouTube. Uh, I got a backlog of these videos, but we're getting them on YouTube as they kind of come out. Uh, you, of course, we get them out pretty much every week on audio format. And if you're a patron, you can come on and you can uh, be like the uh, Wookiee Gunner here and you can go ahead and listen to us record this live before everybody. And then, of course, patrons get it about a day early. So lots of benefits to supporting us at patreon.com slash wire where you can support us for as little as a dollar. And yeah, we, we need that stripper money. So send it if you got it. <laughs> <laughs> you need to buy more toys. That's right. Yeah. I got to use it. Actually, I'd say probably 80% of it goes to just covering costs. And then there's like 20 that goes in for equipment, just like in the kitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, so 96 people at this event, you both decide to play Bayou. Yeah. And both soloed I mean, so, as well. Solo masters. Yeah, so I know I know you soloed Ulix. Courtney, I'm guessing from everything that I saw, you you had to solo Big Hat. <laughs> um did you did you solo Somer? No, I didn't actually. I, I soloed Ophelia. Mm. Um which you know I think that's a good the, one. Yeah, a week later, I'm kind of regretting because like seven games of one master was was quite a lot. I've got to be honest. And at six games I was just like, I can't I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had something else. Just a bit of variety. Um, yeah, and with Ophelia, there's got to be moments where you're like, oh, wait, which upgrade did I put where and oh, who's doing what? Yeah, it wasn't, it, it was definitely, my brain had melted um, <laughs> by the end of it. There was a lot to sort of think about, uh, which is why I like the, the crew, but um, maybe seven games was uh, one after another probably wasn't the best chance to uh, play Kin, but I did it. I think, so there you go. I think for a tournament, actually, Honestly, if I was going to solo, I think probably Kin and Trixie are probably your two best solo options, honestly. Yeah. Um, Not for me, obviously. If you see the results, <laughs> but maybe for you. And I, and I like both of those because, one, they can draw a lot of cards. And then, two, they're pretty flexible. And Kin's just so tanky. That usually helps you out on a lot of matchups. Um, if you run into a mirror match, though, that can be a problem. Yeah. Because Kin doesn't like size one stuff. Yeah, exactly. If I see anybody with size one, I'm just like, come on. Why do you, why do you have to come down to my level? Check it again. So, and then, of course, so did you play both versions of Ophelia, Courtney, or did you um, kind no, of just I, I ended up just playing Ophelia too because it got to about uh, game five and I was just like, you know what, at this point, I'm <laughs> just committed to just doing this. Let's do it. Um, I haven't really got a lot of experience with Ophelia one, so it was. I, I just thought, my mate, I, I, turn of, game five, me, me and Chris were absolutely knackered and just like, mm. <laughs> I don't know what we put ourselves in for. So I was just like, I'm, if I just stick with the same master, at least, uh, at least the same title, I should say, at least uh, I will know what's going on to some degree. Yeah, and Chris, did you just bring uh, Ulix 1 or did you try some Ulix 2 out as well? No, I, it was pure Ulix 2 for seven games. Oh, really? Yeah, I had Ulix 1 in the box. See, I, thought, I thought you loved Ulix 1 so much you had to play them. Yeah, but Ulix 2 is riding a giant flaming pig and shoots no, a flaming bow and everything says everything on fire. Where's mine? Oh, he's up on the shelf behind me. I won't risk pulling my laptop <laughs> off it. <laughs> yeah, we don't want your laptop to you know take it out again. But yeah, I, I had Ulix <laughs> one in the box, but it's it's the same as Courtney. I thought the the one game I take Ulix one, I'll regret not taking Ulix two. So at least if I just stick with Ulix two the whole weekend, then I've got no regrets. Yeah, and I'm actually kind of I'm on just playing Ulix two, just because I like how I can be aggressive and just do things, um, and be aggressive with Ulix as well because he's yeah. also can be a beat stick. And I have to find because I know Ulix one has. A lot of playability i just need to figure out what pools and games that would work yeah um, i'm not confident enough with ulix that. one because i've not played him for so long but ulix two i had probably 15 games in a row running up to nationals with him and then the seven games at nationals as well do you think so just because we're talking about bayou stuff and i promise for the listeners this isn't going to be a pure bayou episode so 90 if, if you're like if you're like <laughs> ex courtney where you can't stand the bayou we'll get around to other factions i promise <laughs> but, uh, 
I, I don't know about you, but I think the swine cursed are the things that have made Ulix kind of really bump up in playability. Definitely. Um, uh, swine, yeah. swine cursed are just so, it's in a really good spot right now mm. as a minion. Yeah, I I listened to your episode literally, it was probably four days before Nationals when you had Maeve on. And um, yep. I hadn't tried Hog Whisperers. Like in all my games, I hadn't tried them because I tried them early on with Ulix 1 and I was a bit down on them. So I thought, no, I won't bother. Mm. And then listening to Maeve talk about what they did with Swinecurse and how they can charge Ulix and make him take an action. The, the, the yep. Hog Whisperer was the MVP of every single game for me. Absolute, yeah, I, absolute mile. I flipped the red joker yeah, for initiative. I'm just like, oh, tools for the job that way. back up. <laughs> Chopping the two masks and then I'll just fucking charge you, Lix, and stab him. Yeah, when you have something with tools for the job and you draw the red joker, yeah, that's just money because you can just, yep. if especially if you know that, hey, this is the last duel we're doing, you can cheat it in. Next activation, boom, pick it up and yep. just, it's money. It's, it's such a good a good little piece. Um, I won't leave home without it. Yeah, and I, I do think it's better in Ulix 2 than 1 because obviously you can use that melee on Ulix 2 as well because yeah. he is a beast. So you can poke him, you know, shoot his bow two times if you want, and it's, yeah. just, it's fun. Yeah, one damage not, on Not for your opponent. But it's, <laughs> yeah. Cares. I'll heal. Well, it's funny because, you know, when you activate Ulix and you damage more stuff, you'll probably heal if you have bow in the area. So, Well, I, I'm going to shock a lot of people but i didn't take both because i took it she doesn't play in my style of ulix like i appreciate she it doesn't you matter if she plays earlier. in your style she's still good she's been shit in every game i've taken her she does Even i don't need her to unpack because i can unpack well enough anyway and then she just gets left behind she's not a pig so she doesn't get any of the pig benefits so just, I just, see, I'd rather have a pig. I need to like bring you to the school of aggression with you know Pete's play style because I use bow to slam models into like the pig trough and then the pigs just eat it. Oh, so it's unpacking, but then it's also like, oh, I'm gonna charge this, slam you into the middle of my crew, and then I pound on you. Uh, that's she just never. Pete. I'm a good boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you have yeah. bow. Pete, How are you gonna yeah. let Courtney play by you correctly and you don't? <laughs> yeah, <Chris. laughs> We I forged my own path. I don't follow the crowd. Look <laughs> <laughs> where got me. But uh, I can't. You didn't bring her the entire tournament. No, no, not one game. I tell you who it did bring. Why you was like, three day, Chris? Hey, I finished exactly where I wanted to finish in that tournament. <laughs> <laughs> I aimed for and achieved my finish. Right in the middle. Sixty ninth, mate. And so, Courtney, you did bring Bo. Did did Bo do work for you? Yeah, I mean, like, uh, without going into, like, how good Bo is, I mean, you, you've probably seen it enough anyway, and yeah. um, with Kin, just the, just the extra bit of healing, having Sammy there to, to, um, for it to run through and do damage, and get the glowy and stuff like that, it, she's just great. Um, I think it, it, it's an understatement for me to say that Bo's great, because I think everybody in Bayou know, knows that. She's fantastic. Yeah, and I, I think why I'm surprised a little bit, Chris, that you didn't bring her. What you know, obviously the healing's good, but especially with Ulix 2, when you do the races on and you push your models around, you can do that even more to put out more burning. And I'm and there's just so many times where it was like, cool, race is on. I'm gonna go through models burning because I'm pushing all my pigs into you. And then I'm gonna Everything in mind just pigs. seems 
too far away from her to get the benefits. I spread out too much so that Bo kind of gets left behind. Yeah, I can see that in certain certain games for sure. Yeah. If your stuff kind of goes out. Yeah, that's how I tend to play. I, I tend, I tend to move in, in a huge brick and just dominate in that brick. No, I'm used to playing <laughs> against Pandora. And if you're moving up in a brick and Pandora sends candy into you, it's like... That's fair. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a bad time. Just yeah. playing that nonsense against you, Tom. Yeah, yeah of course. It oh, was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's got to be the best thing about playing in that big tournament is you just got to meet and play against a bunch of new, a bunch of new people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Every, every opponent was lovely. 100%. All my opponents were lovely as well. And except, like I said, except for one, right? There was so one. We'll talk about that one. Mine <laughs> we'll were lovely. About that one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it was nice just having people come up and just say, hey, we love the podcast and stuff like that. We've got quite a few people, um, which is always... Um, it's really, it's always really nice. It's touching the people. You, 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 I don't know about you, Pete. You probably get people that approach you as well at these events. But like, it's just amazing thinking about like people actually enjoy listening to you talk with your, <laughs> with your friends about <laughs> complete shit and just enjoy yeah. that. So yeah. it's just, it, it, it was really, it was really nice. Everybody that came up to us. So yeah, it was good. I haven't had anybody come up and tell me I'm an idiot yet, so that you know. Well, fun. yeah, I, I thought I'd get that. I thought someone would say, "Yeah, I really like uh, the Halfo podcast, but uh, I hate you" or something like that. And I was like, "But I didn't get that, so I, I'll take that as a win, really." Nobody hates you. If, I'm going to go to a UK event and I'm going to meet you y'all in person, and I'm going to buy you a bunch of you know beer and stuff. I'm going to say, "I'll buy you more beer." But release more episodes more frequently. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the price. Yeah, we have been quiet. Yeah, We've got another one coming soon. Up. We're recording it tomorrow. So I, I think part of the problem is, you know, you have Chris working on those uh, intermission skits, and that takes about what a month or two just to just to record those. <laughs> yeah. It depends. I mean, if I get the idea in my head, it's like done in an evening. If <laughs> <laughs> not. Every single new advert he brings out, I just think, is, is he actually a psychopath? Is, I, <laughs> I just don't know at this point. Like, is he just mental? Because it's just, just my missus uh, gives the, me from the, the couch. The, the ideas his brain pops, picks out, adjusts. <laughs> it's just, I just don't know. I watch him now, and especially at that tournament, I, I think to myself, I don't know about you. I don't know about you. Maybe you have, there is something wrong with you. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was actually funny, Courtney. I was talking to Chris about this, that we had somebody who found our podcast because they were looking for like a uh, uh, some kind of episode on Dreamer 2 and we had an episode on it. So they found it and listened to it. He's like, I, I became, you know, I subscribed to y'all. And as soon as I heard your intro with Courtney and Chris on there from Harlefoe, I knew I found the right podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, what can I say? I mean... I, 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 you're welcome, Pete. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> you, guys, you guys, keep them coming. Keep them coming. Oh, you'll get some quotes from Courtney later when he talks about his last game. Anyway, you'll have a whole new intro that's just Courtney. I think. There, there we go. <laughs> Getting kind of a lay of the tournament. So we obviously you two brought by you and soloed it. Yeah. Um, how was it a decent spread? Did you guys see like a lot of different factions? Was there some factions that you feel like was brought more? Did you guys see a bunch of the evil Damien out there? Personally, um, we didn't I, I face. Think... I didn't face Damien. 
but he was there. No, I didn't His presence was known. <laughs> um, I think I it was think two Damien players, was we, there? Uh, yeah, poss- quite possible. There wasn't a lot of Damien's. No, um, no. I think the breakdown, I sort of sort of counted it out, and I think the majority of the players, there was quite a few Bayou players. Um, mm. I believe Neverborn had, well, yeah, Neverborn was pretty much the, the majority, yeah. I, I believe. I think the, the least represented was uh, Guild. Uh, yeah. which surprised me really because I think a lot of the titles for Guild were uh, pretty decent really um, so yeah. uh, it did surprise me there was only a couple there but um, but yeah there was quite it was a, I thought there was outside of Guild not having a lot there was pretty widespread of uh, factions which is great yeah which uh, who, what, what was the faction that ended up winning the event Bayou Bayou <laughs> Rabbit <laughs> yeah Rabbit, Rabbit through, man the guy's a legend. Yeah. Love him. Well, and you know, that's why, that's when you can tell a game is generally in a pretty good spot. I know I, I dinged, you know, Malifaux on some things on the last episode, but Malifaux in general is not terribly unbalanced, right? There's some no. things that could probably use some tweaking. I think my biggest point in the last episode is we need to make it easier for newer players to get in the game. Yeah, um, I think, I think that's Malifaux's biggest problem, Yeah, but I think it's, pretty well balanced as far as the different factions and keywords for the most part. And I think when you have good players consistently finishing at the top, no matter which faction they take shows that, you know, game's in a pretty good spot there. Yeah. I, I generally think that the game is, is a good spot, especially compared to on some um, tabletop games out there. Uh, I think the, the balance is wide. Obviously there's an issue with a lot of the titles and stuff like that has come out, but we know that the FAQ is going to be coming. Uh, the only thing that I'm a bit sad about is that, Obviously, because at this point, we're just sort of going to be chasing the tail because obviously the next one's going to be about the next book that comes out. I feel like yep. there's quite a few models that just don't get really get a look in, uh, that don't get played, especially the five costs, sort of minion stuff that probably just aren't going to get any love, um, yeah. which is a shame. I mean, I, I could be wrong and I hope I am, but it's it, outside of that, I think it is pretty, you know, it's pretty well balanced. Yeah. I thought I'd be fed up with Malifaux after seven games in two days, or at least one in a break from it. But then, like, two days later, <laughs> I was having another game of Malifaux with Tom. Yeah, it's that, that's the thing, though. I think when you go to one of these events, you, you go in, oh, I'm probably going to need a break afterwards. But then you sort of, when you finish, you go, you know what? I really enjoyed that. Let's play some yeah. ball. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I said, that wasn't the big issue I had with it because I, I love Malifaux as a game. But I definitely feel like we could... Um, definitely make it easier for newer players to mm. get get at least decent at the game because I feel like it takes yeah. a long time for a new player to get pretty, uh, you know, used to the game and good at it, if you want to say it that way. I was going to say, there's, there's, it, we have a new player just joining our meta and, and still undecided on which crew to take, and it's hard to advise them on which crew because obviously it's all about the aesthetic for people and the play style, but you don't know the play style until you play the game. Yep. And to, to demo a game to them, it's is quite difficult in a way because there's and, and Malifaux is an open game like there's yeah, so yeah. many different directions you can take it right yeah we had um dave one of our one of our mates uh, demo a game to someone who played a lot of second edition and i think in three hours they got to the end of turn two maybe yeah it's taking his mm-hmm. time and explaining everything but I, he did do a full 50 soulstone game with a full pool and everything like that probably could have slimmed it <laughs> so, down a little bit but so looking at kind of talking about how Malifaux like open like that, was there a tournament game that either of you played in 
where your opponent played different than what you were expecting. Maybe they played either more reserve or maybe they went super hardcore aggressive at you, did some kind of move that surprised you in the event. Um, you don't was, have to talk about y'all's game yet. Yeah, yeah, that's true. true. We'll talk about the, one of them later on. Um, there, was, um, there was a Pandora player, um, lovely guy, um, generally just doesn't have, uh, get a lot of experience in, um, yeah. who played Pandora 2. Obviously, I know how to play against Pandora 2 at this point. You know, Tom has, yeah. has uh, you know, <laughs> I've been trained kill, how to play against. And, <laughs> yeah, basically, it was a case of they played really defensive against the terrain, and I was like, well, yeah, I can't see you directly, but I have this thing called trash, um, sorry, a cleanup duty, and that's just going to... Uh, and then, basically, my entire crew just sort of was just firing uh, the uh, cleanup duty over the wall into him and uh, basically killing a lot. So I was like... Yeah, I, I would have been – after the game, I sort of advised him. was just like, I would have been a bit more scared if you'd been a bit more aggressive. Um, yeah. So, he was a lovely Rammy, guy. Uh, he was a lovely say, guy. Rammy can make that – what is that, range 28 yeah. trash cannon? It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's, he, it, it, it wasn't – it wasn't. I could see why he did it. And, again, he didn't have, he doesn't have a lot of experience because he doesn't get to sure. play a lot. So it is, it is yeah. what it is. Uh, but definitely wasn't the the play against Ophelia too because I just I don't think I I, I can get you. <laughs> <laughs> just what weapon I choose to get you with. Um, but yeah, I think outside of that, I think everybody else sort of plays how I would have imagined it. Uh, yeah. What you? Chris? I, th- I think the thing that surprised me, like every board had destructible terrain on, whether it was barrels or yeah, crates or something like that. That was cool. Um, yeah, I, I didn't know this until. Game six, and I was like, "Why is this bit of terrain off the board?" And the opponent went, "Oh, someone probably destroyed it last game." And I was like, "You can destroy the terrain." <laughs> so did you just spend like all your random actions just breaking stuff? Well, from game <laughs> six, <laughs> game six. I yeah. Before that, I was just that walking would, around at, it. At that point, I would have brought like Macha Roja, and I just would have walked around just yeah, breaking terrain. That's it. Yeah. It's a whole other element of the game that we never, never really use. So my game on Tom with that's Tom fun. on Tuesday, Tom's like, all of this is destructible, and just started breaking things. I was like, we haven't discussed that yet, but go on, break it all. Or you could bring, you know, you could bring a pair from the kin, and you could just blow to hell. Mm, yeah. Well, that yeah. was it. That was it. So that was that was interesting having all that terrain, and the the boards were really dense with terrain, like really dense, That's to good. the point where it was quite you got quite blocked in a lot of the time. The the Pandora two player, um, like he came up to us on Sunday morning and he said, the, "I love the YouTube channel, and because of you, Chris, I I got Wong from when you played against Tom, and I'm really <laughs> looking forward to playing Wong." And I was like, "Oh, lovely!" And then he drew me first game on Sunday. And um, I just made him deploy in a corner behind a wall, and he was penned in for most of the game. And ended up like beating him. Did, did that cause you problems with your pigs with all that terrain, Chris? Um, not really, because any board with severe terrain on, I take the Aramanthian boar, and that guy mm. was just an absolute lifesaver. Like he was amazing. Did you, did you send me the picture where there was like a river that you were? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there was one board. It was, it was called the um, I think Kythera in the Bayou. It was called, and it. Um, the lad who'd made it won like best board for the tournament. It was, a lovely it was board, absolutely yeah. beautiful. It was covered in river and literally half the board was severe. So the ball was just like leaping all over the place. He'd, he'd scored me like all the points of spread, spread them out just by running over the backfield yeah. and like it moving it, teleport six inches, move another five inches, like drop a marker at the end of that, push another three inches if he needed to. It's absolutely amazing. But um, no, I think because nice. that's, 
practiced with Ulix a lot, I knew how to not pen myself in. Like Ulix can move through anything anyway, and he can push the pigs through other stuff if you do get blocked in. So I was quite good like that. But I think other people did have a hard time unpacking or getting tunneled into a specific area. Yeah, me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. hate tracks, Pete. I absolutely hate tracks. Train, train tracks can go to hell. Every, <laughs> I played on like three maps with train tracks across the board are in my deployment. Severe. I hate them. I never want to see <laughs> train track ever again. Was there was there a cart on there that caused yeah, the one issues? day to have a cart? And it wasn't actually stuck down. It kept moving, and we had to sort of like. <laughs> see, you should have been able to like push it, kind of like you know, yeah. carve a path. You could push the cart. Interactive and push the cart. That would be awesome. <laughs> Destructive. And if you get run over by it, you're just dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well let's let's talk about this game between you two, because we weren't allowed to record shortly after the tournament because. Uh, feelings i guess but <laughs> you got what round yeah. did you guys end up playing the, the very oh, last game awesome. the very last game so me, we've been me, circling me, uh, all weekend yeah we had we had been circling we knew it was going to happen you, you give no your way. side of the story and then i'll try and defend yeah, my actions let me give my side of the story <laughs> so let me what, the scene what was the, me. what was the strategy we know you guys played the masters you did what was the strat it was the uh, uh, pushy one. Carver right? path. Carver path, yeah. yeah. It was Carver path, right? Okay. Seven, six games I played up to then. Six games, Pete, and I'd got, I'd lost every single one of them. I said one where I drew. And no, so you I won the one against um, Pandora too. Oh no, I won the one. No, sorry, yeah. So I come off a high, mm -hmm. Pete. Even worse, better. I come <laughs> off a high. I'm thinking, and then I get Chris. I think to myself, oh, well, you know what? This is gonna. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a, it's fun. I've got beaten up, but you know what? I mean, my last game is going to be against my good friend, one of the people that I love playing against. We're going to have a nice chill game, right? Yeah. So, so that's what I thought I was getting into. What Chris decided to do was he decided to go. You know what? I'm going to take six games of six games of frustration frustration out on the last guy, my friend. So that's what happened, Pete. <laughs> I was the, I mean, thinking, oh, let's have this fun game. Chris thinking, I'm going to wreck this guy. Oh, and he did. Oh, he did, Pete. He did. What did you, he, so first turn, first turn, right? I've got, I'm, I've got Mary's pushing a, a, one of these uh, strategy markers. She's just doing her job, mind her own business, just moving it, not hurting a fly. What does he do? He throw. he gets, he gets Gracie, throws her across the board and one shots her. Good shots, Chris. I've got no one. I've got no one else to push this token, right? And then what does he do? He moves something up that pushes it back into my deployment. What's that about? What have I done to deserve that? He couldn't even have just left it alone. No, right? he could throw just it back leave in. It. And that's and that's what the that's what that's the sort of the, the high point of the game. It just went down even more far downhill at that point. At one point. Poor Ophelia, who has done nothing to this, nothing to deserve this, was just been surrounded by fifty millimeter pigs circling her, like, like, <laughs> like she was just like a, a piece of meat, one of them to eat. It was, it was terrifying. I was shocked at the aggression. That man, I have known this man for for four years. I have never seen the level of aggression. In, I, 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 I question who this person is. 
Because I don't know who he is anymore. I don't know. I, I thought we were friends. But that wasn't a friendship. That wasn't a friend game for me. That was one man deciding to kill wow. another one. Like a dog in the street. And the was best that, bit was, was that... Pete, the best bit was, I had to spend three hours in the car with, with him and Tom, right? And all I got was him laughing at me. <laughs> laughing at me. To the point that Tom went into a, get some petrol, came out and gave me some pseudocreme. So, which is like some antiseptic cream for me, bum. I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's so that is my that was game seven, Pete. That, that, have you guys that... ever uh, have you guys ever seen that uh, show on HBO, Deadwood? Yeah, 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 yeah. So they got uh, what's his name, Mister Wong, that always feeds the dead bodies to the pigs if they want to get rid of somebody. Yeah, that's what happened. That sounds like what happened to Ophelia. Yeah. You couldn't take that on any of his ones, his six other opponents. Oh no, left that one for me. <laughs> like a lovely little gift, there, Chris. <laughs> uh, I just, <laughs> Cody just came and he's like, "Oh, we're gonna have a lovely, relaxing game for our last game, aren't we? You know, we finish this off nicely and just relax and go all the way home." And I was like, "Now, fuck this, fuck this." Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> What did Courtney do to you, Chris? Yeah, what did that do to you, so Chris? Hard? Oh, nothing. I just... You guys weren't playing for anything but pride. No, we weren't. That's the best bit, Pete. We weren't playing for anything. <laughs> this seems personal. It's nothing personal. I just thought it was absolutely hilarious to go as hard as I could at Courtney and see how he reacted. And the reaction I got was priceless, man. Absolutely priceless. Oh. I was literally shaking in a shock at the end of that. <laughs> At the end of that time, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. He started yeah, off with Bo Peep. He moved Bo Peep up first, and I, I went up with Ulix, got her down to like two wounds and burning three. <laughs> and then he was like, oh. So then he moved Meris over, and I killed Meris, and he's like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just cover him up. That's the crazy thing with Ulix, and especially Ulix too. Like, I think. I don't know if people are like, oh, they don't have a lot of hurt him, you know, because, you know, he's bringing the second version of, of Ulix, but there's so many other models in that keyword that still have hurt him. Yeah. And you have Bacon Beeline and that crew can just scoot and go. No, Jamon, there's absolutely tons yep. you can do. And uh, yeah. Oh, I did, I did like Chris uh, to, to distract Courtney from his pain real quick. Um, I did like when you were you said you were listening to that Ulix episode in your car and yeah. you were screaming when we were talking about old major nudging on Ulix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Maeve said um, about Ulix getting the tome to get the fire. And I was like, you can't have the tome, you can't have the tome. And then you corrected Maeve shortly afterwards. I was like, oh, thanks. Because I made that I was, mistake, I like, to yeah, be honest, I when I first started playing Ulix too. Because I, uh, I was just excited yeah. he was a pig, so I didn't read the, the non-master mm -hmm. part. But yeah, it's... It would be absolute it's like, it's bullshit if you could. Because, like, even with like Bull Peak, you would you would assume that she would be a uh, pig because she's yeah, absolutely riding a pig, but she's yeah, not. <laughs> yeah, well, you'll exist. Yeah, so that's the thing. All the pig stuff that doesn't apply to uh, Bo, but definitely does apply to uh, mm. to the master well, yeah. himself. Yeah, I think well, it's, it's, it's the plus the damage yeah. flips off for all major that does it. The best so it sounds like uh, it sounds like Chris used a lot of uh, Ulix's melee attacks to eat a bunch of stuff. Yeah, the best bit was right. He's got these two little pig piglets, right? You don't even think piglets are doing anything. They're just uh, yeah, they casually pushing push, pushing his claim mat, his uh, tokens, and I'm just like, what are they doing? He's reckless. Why are these not <laughs> reckless? <laughs> piglets, are MVPs. piglets, piglets, absolutely. Yeah, piglets MVPs. are the best. 
especially in car of the path yeah because you can just have the piglets go push the car and then once it's where it's supposed to be they join the fight you can grow them up they yeah. can just you know stampede you whatever it was more i took piglets for uh, dying to drop ski markers because anything that was mm. just what is it is it load them up i think they were great yeah, for that ball. leave yep. your mark um spread them out just everything to just send waves of piglets to yeah, people sab just, sabotage yeah 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 absolutely just let them die and they're just you, you're spending points from la actions and you're getting scheme markers yeah it, it a piglet is one of those models and there's a lot of crews that have these type of models but the longer they live, the higher the return is on them. Yeah, absolutely. Because if they die early, it's like, okay, that's three stones. It's like, okay, you know, it sucks it died early, but whatever. But the longer it lives and the more it does, just the more epic the moment becomes. In that <laughs> I had one kill uh, Hannah in a game not so long ago. <laughs> the piglet went in and finished Hannah off. I was like, no way. <laughs> so, Chris, with Ulix 2, are you pretty impressed with just the 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 non-resisted damage you can put out with this keyword with you yeah absolutely I, I played into dreamer 2 in one game and um just pushing pigs through the incorporeal stuff and causing two damage and then the stampede causing another damage as well it, it just gets around yep. all that that damage mitigation and the burning. yeah yeah and the burning as well um it, it, they're still kind of struggling to armor unless you manage to get a uh a war pig out and give a it a nice pig. tome and push it around but um but against incorporeal ulix 2 so much better now than than he was so courtney the uh the shielding and the uh the kin defenses just didn't work against against the pigs no no, no. i was to be honest the when he said that the push through does two damage i was like what two damage <laughs> Are you having a laugh? And he's like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to uh, rampage now, whatever it is, and you're going to take another damage. I was like, what's this? What is this shit? <laughs> um, but yeah, it just, yeah, it just didn't help. Um, I don't, I, 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 I played a, quite a few games of Ophelia, but I feel like I've got a lot more to learn. Obviously, I mean, we'll oh, yeah. again, we'll get the time and stuff. But she, especially with Ophelia 2, there's a lot, there's a lot you can learn. And that's one thing I really like about Kim. Is that the more I play him, every time I play him, I think I've just learned a little bit more. Though I've just learned a little yeah. bit more. Like one thing I, I say that I, may, I have a massive weakness for is uh, I don't use the tomes enough. Uh, like the tomes are so versatile, what they can actually do with just like firing off um, uh, cleanup duties or anything like that, or or getting rid of scheme markers with um, the little catapult thing. Um, that that is one thing I'm, I'm weak on is not using the totems to the full effect. Um, but like, I, I do genuinely love the keywords because I just feel like, especially with Ophelia 2, I mean, if you want to play a bit more of now, and I, I see certain things and actually as of the time I've listened to your, um, your kin episode, um, and a lot of the things that came up there, I was like, yeah, okay. I agree with that. And I can understand where that's coming from now. Uh, one thing I made a, a one thing, thing I made a mistake of, which I'll never do again was, um, I was using the Rami as like, a, as a. Basically, it, the, I had a sort of fixed list, and I had like one sort of model that could sure. move out, and that was Rami. And I'll be honest with you, I missed Rami every time he wasn't in the list because I just felt oh, like yeah. I missed I missed the damage. Um, where really it should be Marys that was the the option optional pick, really. Yeah, um, I think that's so, right. So um, I've I definitely learned that for future now. But um, yeah, I, I genuinely really love the keywords. 
Um, yeah, Ken, I always brought, it's Sammy, Raph, and Rami yeah. are always the three that always come. Yeah, now, and from now on, that'll be what I do as well, because you just, I missed Rami every time he wasn't in. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, I've, I've got a lot more to learn, which is great. I love, that's why I much love it's the a, keywords. It's, it's not a deep keyword as far as like the variety of mm. models you bring. It's just deep because those upgrades can really yeah. fit in different corner case situations. And so. to me, that, that was the hard part of me playing it because I played it and I, I lost the game I played in uh, Houston with it. But that was the thing where it's just like you have to, it's not just about shooting just pew pew. It's like, no, you have to have the correct shots go in the right place yes. to do the right thing. 100%. 100%. So. Well, that's great. I mean, it made for an awkward car ride back, I, I guess. And, man, it's <laughs> awkward. Great. It sounds like for me, Chris, it was. you were really pouring the salt in there, man. Uh, you just didn't <laughs> let up, huh? I just found it really <laughs> funny, and Courtney's reaction just made it funnier. <laughs> well, the, the Wookiee Gunner in the chat says that uh, gremlins eat pigs, pig, pigs eat gremlins. It's a circle of bayou life. It is. Very it well. is. That, I, mean, I mean, yeah, what can I say? That's yeah. perfect. Yeah, Courtney, Courtney had beat me in the tournament before. We always end up playing each other. Was, so you feel like you owed him one. Yeah, yeah. You feel like me owed him one. It would be if he'd said that before the game. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get you this time. No, 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 no. No, he let me find that <laughs> out the hard way. A little false pretense there. Yeah. Just a fun game. There was no, I never went in saying this was going to be a nice, fun game. No, when didn't. you found out you had me, I just did. Gilmore, he screamed across the hall. And I was like, oh, shit, it's on. <laughs> yeah to be fair i didn't we didn't it, that was a, that was maybe on the wrong thing but it didn't help it did not help <laughs> well cool so we we know, we know you guys played bayou bayou finished at the top um yeah. I, I don't know was is there a certain game or faction that you guys don't like seeing like i don't know if there's a specific keyword that it's like you had to play against you're like oh, i hate playing against this thing um I'll be honest with you. I played seven games, and I got Neverborn four times. And every really? single game of the Neverborn games, bloody Laura. candy was there, and I <laughs> bloody hate candy. Every single bloody Neverborn play was it, like, isn't it? Isn't it funny that Candy is just this tiny little girl? But somehow she always ends up in the middle of the opponent's crew, just oh. causing chaos. Yes, a hundred percent. I hate that little girl so much. Like, if you're a Neverborn <laughs> player and you're playing with Candy, there's no reason why she shouldn't be in the middle of your opponent's crew after turn one. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was the mistake um, Mike made, wasn't it? The, yeah, the was, new yeah. uh, Pandora 2 player. He kind of kept Candy at the back and she was blocked in and he couldn't get her in. And they said afterwards, if you'd have got her into my crew, it would have been a different game. Because you would think that this little girl shouldn't be in melee, yep. but she should be. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> she 100%. should be right in the middle causing havoc. Discard yeah. a card and gain stunned. And take a point and in damage. Courtney, you played four games against a Neverborn player? Yeah. Four games. And, and Candy was a... Titania? Oh, here's my candy that I just brought. Uh, <laughs> Pandora? Yeah, okay, fair. Pandora. Um, it's just... Euripides, here's my candy. <laughs> I've, I've seen the Euripides combo, right? Because they can end up like what, throwing her like up the board or yeah. whatever, which is pretty silly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that was that was. I, I hate candy so much. You're like but, I don't. You're like I get enough of this at home. I don't yeah, I just this again. 
I was quite lucky, to be honest. I, I played... You dodged all your hatred. I, I kind of did. I, I, I hate playing against Rezzers. I don't know what it is. I think it's a second edition hangover with my, my mate who is hard, mainly hard here. Wound, maybe, played. I don't know. No, it's just, yeah, just Rezzers in general. Hard to wounds annoying, but then I can't say much yeah. when a lot of my pigs have got hard to wounds. <laughs> That's very annoying. But, um, but I managed to dodge all Rezzers. The worst, or not the worst game, but the most, the hardest game was against Lynch. Lynch 2. Um, yeah, I, I managed to kill Lynch himself quite early on, but it's just it's all the auras. It's like playing against Pandora. It's the stacking of auras where if I do, I have to think before I do anything because I do one action and there's like four negative things that happen to me in retaliation. Yeah. So it, you just can't even be bothered doing yeah, anything. You got to deal with like Mister Tannen and yeah, you know, yeah, power duels. That's it. Take a point of damage and discard a card and gain a token and push two inches and have it, a condition uh, and. So- did that player bring? Uh, did that player bring Tannen? Yes. Yeah. So did they do the what is it? The cheeky thing of uh, what's that stupid? There's a ten thunder minion that causes you to get a negative to the willpower duels. It's a great sort of ah uh, like yeah 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 the Kabuki's. No, they didn't bring a Kabuki. Luckily, uh, I I can't play because I play Yuko too and I push Kabuki's that. into people and go. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's a that's a okay. horror. I didn't really play anything that was that filthy. A lot of it was fairly keyword heavy. But I think because Courtney and I were playing down near the bottom a lot of the time, the big tech and the big nasty some of combos, the better stuff got moved. Yeah, up. it goes absolutely up to the top, and we managed to dodge all of that. Whereas I think Tom I, I would say, a- yeah, I was going to say I think that is definitely something for people going to these bigger tournaments to kind of keep in mind. Like it, it it's never great when you lose yeah but the further down the bracket i feel like the more fun and just a yeah. little bit laid back your games are because you don't see as much of this the high powered stuff because it's up at the top yeah yeah awesome. we said that before I'm going day one was going to be the... yeah i purposely yeah. went into it going well you know what if i lose the first of two games that's fine because i'm just going down and eventually <laughs> yeah. and then you, that I can play and then you caught ulix in the last round yeah, and just got smashed. yeah i've won <laughs> got myself back out of the out of the um out of the bottom and then chris was there going now back down you go about <laughs> yeah, where you belong <laughs> <laughs> yeah because i know i think the the master that i hate seeing the most and it's not because it's I don't think it's super busted, but I just, as a Bayou player, I hate playing against Hoffman because of all the armor and Hoffman 2 with the shielding and the irreducible. Hoffman 2 so like was, I was my playing, first game. Yeah, well, I was playing I was playing Kin against that in, in Houston. So, you know, I have all the shielding and stuff, but he's irreducible, so that didn't matter for a lot of things. And, you know, I was, I was burying some of his stuff, but then they just get slammed back up. And it, it just... That armor two and shielding one is hard for Bayou to deal with. Yeah, if you, if you don't get lucky. Yeah, it was. Yeah, uh, two is quite the monster. He had the Melissa core, and I think turn one she shot five times because I, I can't. <laughs> I don't know how he gave her fast somehow, and then something else like not obeyed her, but did something to make a shoot, and then something else made a shoot again, and like Gracie was near enough dead. Yeah. yeah so. Uh, and it's a good question. Wookie Gunner's like, how do you deal with Hoffman as a Bayou player? Yeah. Um, I, I haven't I haven't put it into out of theory crafting yet. Yeah. But I actually think my best matchup would be Ulix 2 into Hoffman. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just because once I see that matchup, I can switch 
Well, first I can use, um, use old major to nudge on one of the swine cursed to build in the, I think it's the tome trigger. Yeah. And then I can, they can be line to switch that, um, that swine cursed into a war pig. It's pretty much and exactly I what have, I did. Yeah. And then I have armor piercing cooked in so I can just pretty much nuke whatever robot gets in front of me. Yeah, I, I turned a, a squealer into a war pick, I think it was, and then, yeah, nudged him on with old Major with a tome, and that thing just went in at Melissa, because I was like, I'm not having her shoot at me five times again next game, <laughs> uh, next turn. Pigs don't like guns. No, um, but I ended up drawing that game as well, which I was quite happy with, first game of the day. And uh, So yeah, I, I think that's probably the best way to deal with it. It's the best anti-armor um, tech, I'd say, in, in Bayou. Yeah, I think I think Kin has some decent answers if you can get I think what Rami's trigger to ignore armor. Mm. Um, but the problem with that is if you don't have that and there's no way to stone for it. Um, besides that, you could bring Ophelia one and just load her up and just send her into a robot and just plink it to death. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. you could do that. But that's the thing with the pigs that I think would help against armor too. There's so much ping damage you do Yeah, that it's like, I don't care what your armor is. You're taking one. You're taking if you one, can strip the one, shielded and the burning just pings up at the end of the turn as well. So the, the yep. stampede for me was stripping the shielded so that the attacks were at least doing one damage, no matter what the, the min was. If, if you get lucky and you, uh, you drop Maw, you could also then switch to Maw 2, Mecha yeah. Maw. Um, her and her uh, robot friend there, um, Ignore Armor, this is built into their melee attack. Yeah. Uh, you can also do the shot with the harpoon on Maw that strips conditions. So that would get rid of a lot of the shielding and stuff on, on that. So that would also be a good way, I think, to deal with Hoffman. Yeah. It's just every time I've played against Hoffman 2, uh, it's been Zip and it's been Ophelia in like the four games I have against Hoffman 2. And I think the best I've gotten out of those were draws. Mm. I, yeah. I think it's a hard matchup. I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think Wong isn't a bad. Wong's got some stuff for irreducible damage as well that could work because obviously the Swine Cursed. Um, yeah, there's there's some things in there. Um, so that's not a bad shout either. But I mean, it's probably not not the best. I, I want to put Wong two on the table because I actually think that they're especially. Because the swine curse got buffed and Alphonse is a good model. Yeah, I hope so. I think I think that alone has brought Wong up. I just don't have the reps with it yet with those new models. Yeah, I, I played quite a lot of well, I'll say a lot. Quite a bit of Wong One and Wong Two. And um for some reason I just love them. I don't know why. I, just my, Wong is my little um, <laughs> no, there's, there's Wong is there's nothing crazier than this dude who's you know, a wizard or thinks he's a wizard that stole the magical glowy from the 10 thunders and now is doing all this yeah. casting and things are blowing up. It's just, it's spectacular. It is. It is. Um, I, I do have a massive soft spot for Wong. So uh, I definitely, I like, I think the general consensus is that Wong one is with the new, with the changes that got, got put through that one, one is marginally better than one two. But um, the thing with one two is you don't need to have that. He, he can sort of, be that healing slot, so you don't need to take the Bacar. Um, from what I from what I can tell, my limited experience. So uh, there, are, I think there are pluses and minuses, but yeah, I mean the blast being able to do reducible damage as well is pretty nice, and just being able yeah. to sort of move that blast marker wherever you want. I think is it within two you can sort of move it. Just means yeah, that, um, 
I think there's a lot of tricks you can do one to that, that well, are quite it, fun. It's good to get rid of those troublesome models that either you can't target or maybe they have some kind of like heavy defensive tech, uh, like the dispatcher. He would be great for killing the dispatcher. 100%. Because F that model. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that model, when it got buffed, made Dashiell so... Like, Dashiell was already good, but that made Dashiell pretty ridiculous when, you know, he can now be counted as a... Uh, as an enemy and a friendly scheme marker. So that, that was great. Not just that, doesn't he draw you a card as well if you were going to remove it? Whenever he would be removed, you draw a card. Yeah. So like when the executioners can target him to do a walker attack, draw a card. Mm -hmm. And then there's other tons of things that remove, you know, enemy scheme markers, draw a card if you target him. Even one of his actions can remove him because <laughs> he counts as being a scheme marker within two of whatever he's targeting. And then you draw a card. So yeah. you not only get to push a model, but you draw a card. So. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Mm -hmm. I actually like Guild. I'm surprised that more... I shouldn't be surprised. I don't know if you guys think that... Because Guild, I think we can all agree, has some really strong titles and some good stuff. Yeah. I think I think it's just the human factor. I think people don't... It's like playing Alliance in World of Warcraft, right? Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. you don't want to be the humans. You want to be the cool orc or you want to be the cool dwarf. It's yeah. I I don't know. I don't know what you guys think about that. Yeah, I think they had a, a, quite a, a negative sort of. A lot of people considered them very weak at the start of third edition, uh, and I think yeah. that stigma hasn't fallen off them. But I, I don't think that I don't think that applies really much because, like you say, a lot of the total. I mean, the change they did to Dashiell was shot him up, and a lot of the titles like Lady J two, you know, Sonya, you know, um, Jeff Lee, I mean, Padita too. I mean, God, I've played again. Tom's got that one in his pocket, and I've played that a few times, and that's <laughs> and that's um, that's quite that's a quite a good master. So there are quite a few good masters in, in Guild now. Um, they are a yeah. good faction. They're not that not this um, weak faction. But I do think that stigma still surrounds them. So I think it's basically going to take. Uh, a couple of good players to really do well in tournaments with them, and that will, yeah. I think, people start to take more notice of guild. But yeah, it might. Uh, you probably are right as well that they are the human faction. There's not really any sort well, of like because I, I have them and I have outcasts, mm. so I look at it and it's like, well, cool. So I have these two kind of human esque factions, mm. but then I look at outcasts. I'm like, well, you got these cool like kind of like gas mask free core models, mm -hmm. and then I have you know the rats with you know Hamlin. And then I have robots with the free core. Yeah. And then I also have, you know, Levy two, who's like, you know, raising stuff up and he's riding horse and you can bring all the horsemen and you go back to, you know, the guild. And it's just kind of like, well, I mean, there's humans with guns. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's a lot of human. Yeah. The cool, crazy rat guy, or do I want to be the police? Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm not gonna lie. I, as far as like power goes, like feeling like I'm playing a good keyword, I could probably play like five guild keywords and feel like I can win a lot of games yeah. with those. But I, when I play them, I'm just like, you know, I mean, sure, I'm winning, but it's like, I think the only exception to that would be um, Lady J2 does some really interesting things. And you have kind of these undead marshals that are kind of putting people in coffins. So to me, that's probably the most interesting keyword right now for yeah, them. Yeah, hundred percent. I really like I like Lady J two a lot. Um, yeah. Um, just because I, I think it was a massive, you... massive change, massively good change to, with the coffins. Um, I do. I've never played against this, so I don't know how disruptive the coffins are to play against. Where you just it's got, rough. Yeah, I imagine it's so. Rough. 
I did imagine that that would probably be rough, but I do I do like the changes that they did to it um, to with Lady AJ too, and just making Marshalls a bit more because Death Marshalls didn't even get used. So. I actually like Lady J one too as well. She's yeah. just a beat stick. Yeah, just a beat stick leaping around and killing stuff. Yeah, a friend of ours plays a, a mean Lady J one, so I've definitely seen this. I've definitely seen her. <laughs> you've you've gotten that great sword to the face a couple times. Oh yeah. Yes, I have. <laughs> oh, man. I think so, Tull will do a lot for, for Guild, though, when he comes out. Because Tull looks fantastic. I really like Tull. I'm, I'm, That's the what, Cavalier? Artillery yeah. guy, the new one, yeah. I am definitely, a, 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 I'm definitely the big guns never tire sort of guy, so Artillery is just like, oh, okay. There is, <laughs> I, 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 if you correct me if I'm wrong, though, there was, in the when you did the, the new... Uh, expansion sort of preview. You saw a lot of pictures, and I believe you saw a gremlin with a was it with a cannon or something like that. So I'm hoping yeah, that would be there was something, like that. something like that. Um, oh, yo, I would love it if, Yeah, I'd love it if guilds. I'd love Speaking it if, of odd gremlins, what was going on? It looks like you guys had a white rabbit company at this tournament. <laughs> yeah, that was how like people dressed up. Um, yeah, Alex looked amazing, man. So they have a, a costume competition, uh, best dressed. So um, we we decided anyway. We always rock up to a tournament with themes. So the last one we went to, we all wore dungarees, like multicolored dungarees. <laughs> and this one, we said, let's all just wear suits. And then it was like, well, why don't we theme a couple of these as well? So Alex was like, if I'm wearing a suit, like Alex is six, 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 seven, anyway. He's a tall, okay. skinny guy. He's yeah. like, if I'm wearing a suit, I'm going to paint myself green, put on a top hat, and go as the White Rabbit Company. And we're like, mate, <laughs> that's amazing. So he shaved his beard off, but he also had a selection of hats. So every time you played someone, he forced them to wear a hat while they were playing against him. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, you know, you got to, I mean, that's part of the ability of the White Rabbit Company. They're handing out hats. To yeah, them. yeah. Left, right, and center. And he won best costume, deservedly so. I mean, there was a guy dressed oh, yeah, as a nurse awesome. as well. I. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had to look twice because I wasn't sure if Courtney was dressed up as the nurse or what was going on there. <laughs> no one wants to see me dress up as a nurse. No one wants that. They would have paid, sure the per- paid me not to dress up as a nurse. So You're like, I will give you $100 to go back and change. Yes, 100%. So. <laughs> oh, I saw that. I was like, what is happening? Yeah. What I think is the bar staff thought the same, really. <laughs> so was this... Uh, so as far as the UK Natsco, is this like on a location where basically you got you could get like a hotel room and you could stay there on location for people traveling out of town? Not on location, but there was a travel lodge a couple of miles away and there was a lot okay. of accommodation quite local to it. But there was it was like on a like a I think it's a horse racing place or something, some kind of showground. Um, but it was quite a big room with its own bar and everything like that. And there was a shop set up in one corner okay. as well. Oz had brought a load of stuff to sell. So um it was a really nice venue, to be fair. Like, really nice. I mean, we're lucky nice. with the weather as well. It's the first time it's been good. there. I mean, yeah, you never know that. You never know this time of year, right? You could get. Well, some yeah, snow. yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't know where it's been—a heat wave and all sorts over it. It's crazy. But no, it's uh, it was a lovely venue. The tables were fantastic, and it was quite spacious as well. Really. Was yeah. there a, a store running this, or was just one person running this? No, just tournament? just one person, Dave Brown. Um, he, he runs quite a few oh, tournaments. Wow. Not many we get to go to because they tend to be further down south. But this was this was three hours away for us. Um, yeah. 
I was gonna say when you say further down south, how like is this a couple hours? <laughs> yeah, it's not like yeah, down south for you guys. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say for, for for you guys, it's probably that's probably just like a you know a, a Sunday drive. But yeah, for us, it was. Oh yeah, I, I could easily go three hours just to get a tournament in state. So this is still in the state of South Carolina. <laughs> three hours to us is like the the bottom half of the country, pretty much. So this was more the middle of the country, wasn't it? So there was people from there was a Polish team came over, a Spanish team, a load of Scottish came over as well. Uh, some other international players too. It was it was quite a big thing, really. I don't think we realised the, the scale of it until like the, the Spanish players all had personalised tops, and so did the Polish ones as well. And we're like, this is this is pretty serious. <laughs> we're yeah, all in yeah, suits, yeah. and one of us is painted green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. There are all these professional sort of looking players, and then there's us idiots dressed up as yeah. in suits and uh, Alex. Yeah, it's like green. Yeah, that's when you go to a tournament and you're like you're you're just there, you know, cheesing it, and then you see these like top table players, and you just you look at them, you're like, I must just seem like a silly child to you right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm gonna prove know, you right. <laughs> yeah, I know. Last time, uh, the last time I went to, um, I did really well. I was uh, for one small brief period, I was like best by you. I was like, okay, well maybe I could get this, and then it's like, hey, your your last game is against Radek. Best, and I was yeah. like, hello, Mr. Radek. Please don't hurt me so bad. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> Can you please let me score a point? Yeah, and Radek was like, get back down there. What are you doing up here? Um, yeah. Those are the, and I assume you guys are a lot like me. I don't, I don't know about you all, but there's a point where you can tell who's going to win the game, right? Yeah. Yeah. And when it's a better player than you, you're like, cool. I know you're going to win. Let's kind of finish this game out. I, I always get so pissed off when the better players than me start taking away my points. Like They're like, I'm not going to let you score a breakthrough. Yeah. I'm not going to let you do this. It's like, come on, man. We know you're going to yeah. win. Can't you just give it's, me this like, point? I'm already on the ground. Don't kick me while <laughs> yeah. I'm down there. Stop <laughs> kicking him. He's already dead. Yeah. It's pretty much what Courtney was saying to me in our last game, to be fair. Yeah. The question is, Chris, did you table Courtney? No, it was it. Uh, you had Ophelia left and Raf, I think. I have, no, I had Ophelia, so, a Lacroix, and a Sammy. But and I'll Sammy. be honest with you, Pete, it didn't have a lot left either because I was like, no, right, you're yeah. going to do that to me? I'm going to shoot you back. So, yeah, yeah bum, 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 bum. So he didn't have a lot I left only left let him so get the marker over there. the halfway line on the last turn, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, yes, he did. <laughs> just kept pushing. Like, okay, pushing it like, yeah. Go on, you can have that point. You can have that point. So it was, it was eight three in the end. I think that game. Yeah, which was yeah, that is a good point. If if you can if you can trade with Ulix, yeah, it, it, that's kind of the way you have to do it. You either have to just kind of kill them at range and try to stay away from the pigs, which isn't very easy anymore, or you got to be like, okay, you killed this, let me kill your important piece, and kind of go back and forth. Yeah, well, I found at tournaments I play differently because it's we don't always get games finished. Most of my games, I think only two games got finished, like mine and Courtney's, because we play fast in our meta. Like we play really fast. Sure. We just make snap decisions, do it. So we had forty-five minutes left on the clock when we finished, and we got a full five turns in. Whereas one of the game finished, and all of the others were pretty much four turns. One was three turns. So you've got to score quick and deny quick. Like yeah. denying your opponent that strategy on turn two is a huge difference in a tournament scenario. 
Yeah, I, I've been telling people that for a long time. It's like when you, especially you go to a, a foreign tournament, meaning not your meta. Yeah. It's like you want to score on target yeah. as quickly as you yeah. can. Yeah, you need, you need two schemes to turn two. Yeah. Yeah, definitely something I had to learn very quickly was that like you get your schemes in quick because yeah. you might not get to the fifth turn and you need to get everything. Yeah. Sometimes you barely get past turn three. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Depending on what kind of crew so. you're playing against in the player, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Some sometimes it's I've found that the games that don't finish, it's usually one of two things. It's either they're playing a complicated cruise and maybe they don't have a full grasp on it yet. Yeah. Um, so this might be like an obey heavy one. It could be, you know, a complicated one like Pandora. It could be uh brew two where you don't know how to manipulate all your poison and crap. Or it's somebody who all of a sudden goes in the think tank and they're just sitting there. Mm. They're thinking about it. They're like, well, maybe I should. No, I don't want to activate that. It's like, it's like mother effer, activate something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's go. Yeah. I think it's Tom that, had that. It's that analysis paralysis. Yeah. yeah. Tom's sort of hit that a lot because he was obviously did a lot better than we did. So he was hitting the more higher sort of uh, end of the tables. And I think um, a lot of the people that he needs to play, play against needed a little bit more time to sort of think out the moves because they were just sort of trying to win. So they were trying to do the best thing at, at, at a time. But it, yeah. it, it can be quite frustrating when you've already decided what you're going to do and your opponent's like, I would rather make a decision and have it be wrong than make no decision. Yeah. yeah. And you just, you, it might not be the ideal activation or target, but you need to be like, okay, I need to do this this turn. Let me activate this and do that. And we'll kind of go from there. And like you were saying, Courtney, knowing what you're going to do. So like, okay, my opponent's doing this. If this goes the way I think it is, I'm going to activate that model next. Yeah. 100%. And obviously the more familiar you come with your, you become with your crew, that makes it easier to do that. Um, when I play crews like Zip, when I play Maw, um, those two specifically in Bayou, I already know most times what I'm doing before my opponent's even halfway through whatever activation they're doing. Yeah, yeah I, I, that's one thing I've sort of, um, what I've come to the knowledge of is like, before I was like, I'm going to collect the entire faction, I'm going to learn how to play and stuff like that. Now I choose three or four masters, yep. especially with the titles, because it basically doubles, you, you've got eight masters. Mm -hmm. But I think yep. it's better to have knowledge of four, three or four keywords and it is, to have like in-depth knowledge, you know what you are doing, than to have like a sort of knowledge of every everything in faction. Um, just because I don't think any Yeah, I, I do three. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I do I do me and Chris generally do three or four, don't we? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, um I do think that's a lot better. I, I mean, I know there's a lot of top players that will be able to get the games in to know every single master, but I do generally think it is for most people it's better to know three or four. It's why I went in like 15 games in a row with Ulix too, because by the time I got to the tournament, I knew exactly what I needed to to herd him, to summon something in, to nudge them yeah. on, whatever. And he had, I knew what number I needed without having to even look at the cards. So it just sped up the game so much. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I, if, I, if I'm going to go into a game in a tournament and I think I'm going to need my strong masters, it's going to be the ones that I have the most reps with that are yeah. the most solid. And that's why in Bayou, like if I have a question, I'm just like, it's Mars if it's one or the other. Yeah. Um, it just depends on how I'm feeling with the board and, and the matchup. If I need speed, it's always zip. Um, however, I will say Ulix is challenging the speed a little bit. I didn't think Ulix's crew was that fast, but it's a fast crew. Yeah. 
Absolutely. It's the reckless. It's all the extra reckless everywhere. The reckless, like you say, the pushes, the herd of arms, the, yeah, nudge him. He can be line. He can be line, all of it. Bo Peep, if she's yeah. your jam. <laughs> yeah, Bo Peep, if that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that's where, like, I, and I said this in the Ulix episode, I mean, if I'm playing Ulix and I just have a hot hand, yeah. I'm just like, something's dying this turn. Yeah. It doesn't matter if they're 20 inches away, something is dying. Yeah. And then if you see your opponent overextend something, you're like, cool, that's the model that's dying. Yeah. yeah. A, a few times with Ulix too in the practice games, I'd kill the, the enemy totem turn one because it'd just be that dangle that little bit far forward to so just put right. Ulix up yeah, shooting that, three times. That's the great thing. How great is that bow, Chris, that you can uh, now kill stuff at range with Ulix? It's not just that. The, the game I played against Dreamer was Cursed Objects, and I was summoning Piglets, which were feeding him the points. But I was charging Ulix in, obviously having a melee attack against something, but then just shooting over the top of whatever I was fighting <laughs> to kill an Insidious Madness in the backfield and get my Cursed Object points. And he's like, what, you, you can you do go. that. I'm like, yes, I can do that. You can do what I want. I'm going to power you pig. <laughs> Uh, I love that. And I love Ulix 2's triggers. They're just, it's fun. Oh, he's so good. So good. I'd take him again. If I had to do seven games with him on a weekend again, I would absolutely take Ulix 2 again. Yeah, I think that's the beautiful thing about when you play a keyword that you love and that's so flavorful. Like, yeah. just all these pigs doing all this nonsense is just, it's so crazy and good and just yeah. fun. That it, it doesn't matter the result of the game. But when you circle the pigs and, and you know, you eat a bunch of kin models, that definitely helps a little bit. <laughs> Everything's on fire. <laughs> yeah, they're on fire. You know, the pigs are cooking it. They're getting ready to eat it. It's all good. <laughs> Courtney doesn't look amused. No, I'm not. I'm not amused. He has, he has three hours in this. There's so many flashbacks about what happened. You can see the fear in his eyes. Oh, my mom's being on burning. And I'm just like... <laughs> No likeness. I want you I'm to gonna take that fire. burn enough to be back on you. you. To be fair, Courtney, you could have put him on fire too. I, 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 with your to. actions. I didn't get a chance, Pete. I didn't have a chance you to say pair. on fire. He was on me. Pair. <laughs> I didn't let him breathe. I didn't, I didn't take him and I should have done because I, I so I haven't brought pair yet, but I think he has a lot of play into yeah. with Ophelia too specifically. Yeah, um, so that was something I picked up from from your podcast, basically. I was like because I was already I sort of like yet. I was already like, oh, let's try pair. You know, it'd be really good for um, a couple. If it's a lot of destructible stuff like ice pillars and stuff like that, but um, sure. obviously, I also the, the fact you could just sort of run in and go, hey, bang, and just take something out is <laughs> that's the thing that I just in my head is one of the funniest things yeah. that a model does. Where yeah. it's like down pig, the pig accidentally lights the explosives, and then it all just goes. It's so characterful, I love it. It is. I, I, <laughs> I, I do love that model. So uh, it's definitely one I want to try more of now. Yeah, me too. Yeah, and I think it's a model that people aren't as familiar with. No. So when they mm. see it, like especially if it's mid to low like level players, they're going to see it and be like, "Oh, that's a cool model." And then you know you light things on fire. They're like. This is bad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Especially when, when uh, everybody can have the, anybody can have that tar bomb. Anybody can be waiting. <laughs> a good player though will be like, "Cool, let me blow pair up in your cruise area." <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's the thing. That's the, the, the thing where I'm just like a bit, bit ooh, about him. Is it like be careful if anybody if if I go up against like a Cooper or something like that or Sheamus, <laughs> that could go really wrong. That could go really bad. <laughs> Especially if he's like next, yeah. to, like if he's done some a little bit of damage to, like the, the nightmare scenario is if I top Marison 
and Pierre, and, and yeah. you've done enough damage to Maris so that Pierre could kill her and just get this. I've lost. Mer- I've lost Maris in bad situations before where yeah. it's hurt my crew. Yeah, exactly. I have now. I with with Maris now, I've come to the point where I'm just like, if I think she's gonna die, she's going into the other crew. She could blow up over there, not over here. We're gonna, <laughs> we're gonna double fly yeah. to your crew. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So it's it sounds like you guys, besides Courtney, that one game, it sounds like you guys had a pretty pretty good time at this event. A lot of games. Yeah. Yeah. I like outside of the game, as I will refer to it. The game, we'll just call it that. We'll just call it the game. It's like it's like the throw, it's like <laughs> yeah. the drive, we're calling it the game. The game. Um, all my all my games are close. Like I think the fifth game, I could have won. If Sly had been able to get the mask um, from False Claim, I could have I could have won that game. I just could not get the mask to save my life. Um, yeah. Outside of that, I was losing by like one or two points. And quite frankly, you know, if as long as it's got, as long as it's close, I don't mind losing. To be honest, because yeah. yeah. uh, I, I don't want to get eight ones. But you know, if it's if I'm losing by one or two points, yeah, like a five four game. Yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, it is what it is. Because um, you know, in this game, you can get you can get screwed over. You can you, your cards can be just be bad or anything like that. Or <laughs> yeah. other pawns can just. Red Joker, you or whatever. So, what was about one or two? You, you think you feel like, well, at least it was in the game. Um, yeah. The majority of the games were like that, outside of the game, um, which was a bit more of a deficit. But um... <laughs> stop laughing at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm suffering here. I'm in pain. I'm in pain here still, and you're just sat there laughing. I I just think it's brutal that he felt comfortable enough to mock you in the car. On the drive back, <laughs> it was just—it was, just, was no one. And I have hit Tom next to me, and he's just—he's—he's he's just as bad because all he does is wind him up, right? So Sounds, I've just like got both of them. I've just got double teamed, and I have to just sit here and take it. Because what can I say? He's exerting dominance on me, right? He's—he's <laughs> he's exerting dominance on me at that point. So I just got to take it. What? What can I do? <laughs> well, to be fair, Courtney, he—he he is a Bayou. Like he's been a Bayou player for longer. So yeah, I mean. You have a lot of mocking that can go back at him if you win a game yeah, exactly. pretty soon here against yeah, him. That, that like, is, you should win. You I should think the retaliation's yeah, exactly. coming back the other way next time. I think next time oh, yeah, we play, yeah. he's not going to take you it. Bank on it lad. You bank on it, lad. You bank on it, lad. I'll tell you what, the <laughs> next game we play, oh, you you better play your A game because I'm coming. <laughs> That's the thing. All it doesn't weekend. matter if it's for last place. It was, it was six games of people I didn't really know, so you're kind of gauging them and you don't – you don't quite know how to play against them, so you're a bit like, oh, go on, yeah, yeah. you can do that. Go on, yeah, oh, I've done this wrong. Oh, it is what it is. But then Courtney Game 7, it's like, I know him. I'm not. <laughs> There's none of this pretense of, <laughs> of, oh, go on, you can do that. No, I'm not going to give him a chance to breathe and just see how he reacts. I thought I'll throw it all at him and I'll go yeah. as aggressive as possible for fun and just see. Do, do you guys Are you guys pretty evenly matched? Like, Do you guys usually go back and forth? Yeah, I would say. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Chris, uh, I would say that me and Chris are – quite even with that's usually um yeah uh we normally end up facing each other in a tournament i I think usually i play better against people i don't know right and i think that's because i'm generally an aggressive player yeah and if people aren't used to that it really sets them back whereas i'll play against you know chris leopard or i'll play against somebody in our meta or in the southeast and they know i'm aggressive so they kind of can pre- prepare for that a little bit better. Yeah, so I, I think that's that's the thing. It's like I should know I should be better off against aggressiveness because I play one of my main opponents is Tom, 
And Tom yeah. doesn't do anything that's not aggressive. Like he probably gets up and makes his toast aggressively somehow. Yeah. So I, yeah. I don't quite know. So at this point, I, I just I, I think it was just because I didn't expect it to come from Chris. That's, that's that was that was that was the thing. I think that's why he, he, that's how it works, really. But um, yeah, like, oh, Chris is going to scheme a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I'll have a turn to breathe because like six games in, I had like turn one to breathe and get the sort of combos out, get the upgrades out, get everything unpacked and stuff like that. So like turn sure. one, I had a lot of time to sort of breathe, and Chris was like, no, turn one is. Is, uh, is, is where you die. So, uh, yeah, I just didn't expect it. So, I'll, I'll, I'll expect it next time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be very prepared for it next time. <laughs> well, cool. So, moving forward, Courtney, are you uh, you staying on the Bayou bandwagon? Do you got that Bayou cracking and, you know, you're, you're stuck on it now? So, um, yeah, I think... I, I was going to have a bit of a break. I was we have we're doing a little event, basically like a fun event, invitational event in January. Um, just mm-hmm. not not ranked or anything. It was just a, an excuse to get everybody together. And I mean, originally I was yeah. going to play. I was going to go back to uh, Explorers for a little bit. I actually played Explor- uh, Jedsa on Tuesday. I love Jedsa. Jedsa is like my she's cleanser. Um, she scares the crap out of me, but she's. Fine. I love her to death. I really do. The models intimidate me to paint, so I haven't. So I need to get onto them at That's- some point. <laughs> So, and you'll probably appreciate this, Courtney. I didn't feel bad when I played in an Atlanta tournament and I was playing against Jedza and I was playing Bonchil 2. And I had no problem going in there and beating the crap out of that. I was throwing rockets all over yeah. that crew. And I didn't even feel bad because I'm like, I hate Jedza so much. Yeah. Just, I'm going to kill everything before. I'm going to make... It was funny because it was to the point where it was Jedza 1. So it was to the point where... Jedza ran out of life tokens because stuff was just oh dying my, so frequently. Oh no! Oh no! 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 You don't want to run out of life <laughs> tokens with Jedza. Yeah, I mean, um, one of our one of our um, local meta has been playing uh, Von Schill. Not is it that one? Yeah, Von Schill too, and uh, and he's really started to enjoy him as well. So, um, but um, so yeah, I was going to play Explorers, but I, I think I'm, I will play probably play Bayou because I think. But what I'll do is I'll probably play one. I'll probably instead of playing one master i have like ophelia brewmaster and zip as my free um mm-hmm. so i'll probably just take them and just see how i do you try the uh you try the captain yet of uh, the infamy there no. you try the dread pirate so i haven't but radic played it against me um at the tournament when he bashed me back down to um lower lower tables and it's he, not bad he's not bad um i, I know radic was saying he, he's quite he's he's he, he likes them in certain pools as well. I know he, people have been a little bit down on him, but I think there's. I've played against him. I was like, you know, he's got some play. This this pirate and the model is amazing. Not to put it together, that's a pain in the ass. But actually, oh. uh, but um, the model is absolutely amazing, and I love Bo as well. Like this little little Bowfish Barker. Yeah, the the one that upset me last time because he's an explorer is now fallen. I've fallen in love with. Uh, so <laughs> Bo is. Both bows are good, but bow Fishbacher, if you need a pocket healer somewhere or somebody to sit on a strat or scheme, he's just good. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Chris, I heard you're going to betray us and maybe go back to some 10 Thunders. Just for a little bit. Just until Mar 2 comes out properly over <laughs> here. This is what it is, Pete. He's a fair weather Bayou player, right? He's like, well, oh, I was born in the Bayou, molded by it. the Bayou. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, it's, a, that's okay, Chris. 
I've got McCabe sat there, the Rollins Nightmare crew, so I want to give that. I've got like myself behind me there. That's that's the crews that have been in tournaments, so they kind of sit on there and retire for a bit. So there's Mei Feng, Ivan, Shenlong, Yuko, and um, Ulix at the minute. So I think this one in January, I'm going to probably run McCabe at that. So I'm just going to play with him for a bit. But by then, Mar should be out and assembled. And I had an accident with all my Mar crew. It was all on like bases that were sand and PVA and a load of rain got into the room. Mm -hmm. They're in the conservatory where I am now and the rain got in the roof, flooded all the bases and ruined all the sand. So everything fell off its base. So it's all just unbased at the minute and needs redoing. So I think once, once Mecha comes out, Mecha Mimor, I'll get a load of resin bases this time, rebase all of it, and then then I'll be on a Mar 2 kick for a good while, I think. There you go. I think people want to know, because you have, uh, don't you have a bunch of Hamlin crap too? No, it's that Hamlin went. I, I decided, um, like, there's, we get one game a week on average, don't we? Because we don't really play on Vassal. But we also play other games in between now. So even if... Even if I got one game a week, I like to have 10 games with a master to get to know them. That's only five masters a year that you're really but getting to Hamlin know. Hamlin was so far down the list, you're like, I just, he's never going to get there. Yeah, I just, I couldn't envision taking him to a tournament because I don't think it'd be fun for me or no. my opponent. No. So what, I wouldn't really play him casually anymore. I played a fair bit of him early on in M3E. So I was just like, I, I needed a bit of money, to be honest with you. So, um, to, so, gotta, gotta support the hobby somewhere. Yeah, right? exactly. So I just sold him <laughs> on. Um, I'm thinking of doing the same. I've got Lynch sat there and Lynch too, so and I just don't the think. Anything though, is all those routes. I tend to like more with the new Parker. Well, yeah. So but when I go back to Outcast, I, I play Dead Man Walking. I'm like, cool, get all my rat crap out. Straight after yeah, I sold that's... him, our mate Dave was like, oh, I would have bought him and, and bought Benny and the rats off you, and it's like it's yeah. too late now, mate. Yeah, because. He's if you he actually did the um, the Parker Battle Report with Tom on the channel. Yeah, uh, he's played he's played Outcast for ages, like uh, Dave, and he's recently picked up Parker too. And at first, he was like he's a bit down on him. He was like, I don't, I don't know how to play him. But then he read then he read about the rats, and then he's like, Oh, now I need to get rats to get this to work. I was like, Right, okay, mm. all right. But um, I yeah. I always really liked Parker too. I always thought there was definitely a lot. Uh, what goes yeah, I, I like that. Uh, I brought Liam on, and I think he's—I think he's from New Zealand. I'm sorry if you're from Australia. I always get the, two, <laughs> you know, the accents are so similar to me as a you know a naive American that I always get them messed up. I think it's New Zealand, but maybe not. Anyway, <laughs> Liam, I'm sorry. Yeah, he—he's kind of one of the ones that helped unlock that whole combo. Uh, he really because he's a Parker Homer, and he basically forced it until it worked. And holy cow! I, I would dare say Benny works better in Parker 2 than sometimes in Hamlin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Hamlin just feels too clunky sometimes. Like, it's like, I want this to work and I'm spending all this AP and then somebody just ruins it, right? Somebody will just come in and be like, cool, AOEs. Hey, yeah. they're, they're all dead anyways. And then there's, you know, like 15 ac- action points down the drain. Yeah. yeah. Uh, one of our, one of the friends of the channel, uh, Finch, who is actually going to be on the podcast that we were calling next to do Lynch, but he he basically he actually got best uh, ten funders at um, at the at nationals, nationals, which yeah. which we're going to take as our victory, which yeah. we're going to take as our victory because he he's a big fan of our podcast. So that's we we won that. We were ten best ten funders. Congratulations, Chris. You know, you know and I do think that as far as tournaments go, I do feel like Malifaux is probably in the best spot right now to solo a keyword. Yeah. 
just because of the title yeah. where you can be like, oh, I really can't bring, you know, the title. So let me go back to the original. Yeah, exactly. I feel I feel like a lot of masters benefit from that. Exactly, 100% with Malifaux. But like I was saying with Finch, he's actually going into Hamlin now. So yeah. we're all scared. Because oh, nice. he'll just play yeah. Hamlin <laughs> until he can actually. But, um, until he perfects so, him. Yeah, until he perfects it. So yeah, it's it's definitely, Hamlin is one of those. I'll be honest with you, I think the fourth game I had was against, was Raspy won when she wasn't very good um, against Hamlin. And it was one of the worst games of Malfoy I've ever played because he was just throwing <laughs> these rats in and then blowing them up. And then uh, slam dunking models that had like nine blights on them. So um, it's definitely, when it's Hamlin, it's definitely an experience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, if that's your thing, it, it's an interesting keyword to get good with. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Hamlin 2 is probably better, the Piper, just because he's an Obey Master. Obey Masters are always decent. Um, I play, I played a Hamlin two game and I basically lured a, a peacekeeper into a trap that I, because I brought, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I brought, um, what, what's her face? Alice. I brought rusty Alice out of keywords. Sure. So I just oh. put a pit trap down, lured in the, the peacekeeper and just beat the crap out of it. And it killed itself too. So that helped. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes. That's a nasty Sometimes. combo. That is a nasty combo. Well, I, I appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, before we get out of here, though, you guys do have the Harlefoe podcast. Um, I mean, you guys have been on here before, but for people that are just listening to uh, to us and might not know what you guys do and what you're about, you want to pitch that real quick? I'll let you take the reins on this yeah. one, Courtney. Yeah, I'll take this one. So, yeah, we have um, the Harlefoe podcast. We are um, mostly, mostly just... Uh, three, three guys talking about the keywords that we like. Um, we, we, we're casual players, so we're not really looking in sort of like the you, high level. You got to set up the pit, set up the whole pitch <laughs> because I, I love the way you guys lay this out because you guys almost do it like a, in defense of a keyword yeah. when you guys do these episodes. We, 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 like to, we like to be positive with everything and we like to just sort of go into depth what, how we find the keywords and stuff like that. And we, we have some this maniac does some adverts that people really enjoy as well. Um, so it, it's a good, it's a good time. When people really like it. So definitely if you, it is, if we're, you're looking for something to do while you're painting or driving, then the Hallowful podcast, we have TNG productions, which I can say has reached 10 cases of subscribers as of YouTube, Friday, yeah. uh, Thursday, sorry. So that's, on YouTube, so we're really, we're really buzzing about that as well. Uh, we do other games on there, but uh, we do do a lot of Malfoy as well, so definitely come and watch that. Um, is anything else, Chris, about forgetting? No, I think that's it, mate. That's it, really. That's it, that's yeah. it. So, yeah, there, yeah, yeah. Nailed it. Yeah, I think I think my favorite part of everything, though, is you'll – because it's obviously one of you plays the keyword, right? So yeah. it's always like, it's, hey, Courtney loves this keyword. We're trying to and sell it to the other two. Like, is what it is. Here's yeah. what I hate about your yeah, keyword. Yeah. <laughs> and here's some bad experiences I've had against this keyword. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you guys even rated at the end. You're like, okay, how, how bad of a like a bad time is your opponent gonna have yeah. playing against this? The dickishness. Yeah. How dickish, dickish. are we supposed to Yeah, is that what you guys rate how, how dickish the keyword yeah, is? Yeah, <laughs> and shenanigans and yeah, we effectively one person will take their favorite master and try and sell it to the other two. And then the other two will try and rip it to pieces, obviously, and say what's wrong with it. But I think by the end of it, we're all like, "Yeah, actually, they're all right." That master, yeah. <laughs> Every time, yeah, except I, except I Pandora. I don't agree with that. I think 
I was going to say the Pandora episode, I think you both were just like, no, you're a dick. Yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Even Tom's like that and he yeah. plays Pandora. <laughs> well, that's that's Pandora's shtick, though. It's yeah. just, you know, it's this misery. is a bunch of debuffs. This... Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's misery. Inflicting misery on your opponent is, is through tokens and whatever and just through making them utterly miserable while they're playing the game. And she does it very well. Yeah, I... I remember Chris Leopard played against uh, Dixon and Pandora, and he was like, that was the most negative game I've ever played. I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of her thing. Yeah. And then you learn how to play against it, and it makes it a little better. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm down on Lynch. Cool. Sorry, I was going to say, I'm down on Lynch at the minute because he does kind of the same thing, and I don't like – it's not how I play inflicting that misery on other people, except when I come up against Courtney in game six of a – you come up against me. Them. Yeah, yeah you're, I'm all right. You'll 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 commit misery on me, but not everybody else. <laughs> you know what that is. That, like, but I played Lynch into into Pandora, <laughs> and it was just horrible for both of us because as soon as anything activated, it was like fifty things happen. Nobody's Bad having a good time. Yeah. It just wasn't a fun game. So Lynch is kind of sitting back for a bit. But that's why we're getting Finch on for the next one because he loves Lynch yeah. and he does really well with Lynch. And Finch is a great guy to play against as well. So we'll let him try and sell Lynch to us. And nobody will buy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a gorgeous keyword. It is a gorgeous yeah, keyword. I think the main selling point for me for Lynch is that it the keyword's cool, the idea is cool, yeah. and the uh, dr the draw carding, the whatever. Yeah, that the hand manipulation. Called, yeah, the, yeah, absolutely. That that's the best part about it because you feel like you're oh, it's rigging the deck. Yeah, so. yeah. That's the best part about it. Yeah, yeah that was... Uh, I really like Lynch just for the... Like, Malfault... The reason why I really like Malfault is the fake deck. Um, mm. So I always... So a lot of masters that I really like, like Molly, for example, uh, like Lynch as well, are just people that interact with that deck in interesting ways. And just being able yep. to sort of rig that deck and stuff like that is... is I, I like it because, it's like, again, I really like the fake deck, so... That's, Do you want to buy a Lynch crew? Oh, yeah. Any, <laughs> anytime I can calculate the possibilities with Bryn, I'm always liking it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. There's nothing better than throwing 13s back into your deck. Yeah, because I'll be honest with you. Um, I've only got to, I'm not allowed to play Ulix and Ma because there's a ban, a ban on me because Chris yeah. will not let me play those two masters. So I can't. So I never. I only got to play with Bryn uh, recently when we were doing this Basel League. Um, and just be able to calculate the possibilities and get the what you say to get the big cards back in it's so good like, i love brin arkin reservoir and that is just like yeah i love you big brains brin <laughs> yeah arc arcane reservoir ill omens you know yeah. Ma's ability to do things on the initiative flip it, it's all gravy yeah yeah well i appreciate you guys coming on I, I think we'll uh let everybody get on with their evening and for me my day it's still sunny out at least for a couple hours <laughs> Um, but I want to thank everybody for coming on. And until next time, make sure that you guys are flipping cards, flipping tables. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. Bye.